Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, My Dumb Friends. Our beautiful soprano today is Luis Gomez. <laughs> he was just doing vocal warm-ups. Which is the, he's, he's the last person I would ever think would yeah. do a vocal warm-up. Can you sing Natalie and Bru Julia's or whatever Perfect <laughs> yeah. Sky is touring? No, no, no. Me do la si. <laughs> what, was the, what was her one big he's, song? <laughs> Tor- I was torn, right? Yeah. Torn, yeah. yeah. Can you sing that first? Yeah. I don't know how to sing You remember yeah. that one? I remember You're she was hot. Like this is how I feel. Ew. Cold and I'm afraid, afraid. lying naked, naked on the floor. Like, if the DMV could talk, I think it would be your voice. <laughs> <laughs> she was fucking hot. She dude. was fucking Natalie dope. Natalie, I like that. She's gorgeous. 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 Fucking uh, emo lesbian thing. I she, love that. Oh, she was so fucking hot. I don't think there's been a hotter like singer than her. I think she was the hottest. Wow. Have you seen that, uh, what's her name, Ariana Grande? No, I don't no, know. No, who's that? Uh, oh, my God, she's hot. My really? girlfriend's furious because she looks like she's 17. Oh, does well, she? that's hot, yeah. though. Not my girlfriend. <laughs> Not my girlfriend. Uh, Ariana Grande looks like she's 17. Yeah, no, I know. She's yeah. a hot 17-year-old. You think Selena Gomez is hot? Yeah. yeah. Selena Gomez is hot, and she does the, look young. She looks like too but young But she's not me. anymore. Now she's like yeah. 24 or There's something. a chance she's in my family, and I'd still roll the dice. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not, dude, Don't make she's it happen. She's so fucking hot. Selena Gomez, I mean, dude, I'm right. sorry. Natalie what Brigger looks like street garbage compared to Selena oh, Gomez. Oh, no, that's dude. bullshit. I think she's hotter. No, she's more attainable, which makes her kind of hot in her own right, because we think we can Maybe fuck. We have more likelihood to fuck her than Selena Gomez. But either Do you way, think so? Yeah, more I than think Selena like Gomez. maybe she'd fuck you to get back. It's because you look like a criminal. I mean, fuck <laughs> you to get back at someone. <laughs> yeah, you look, you look we, like this podcast we, is part of your parole. Yeah, <laughs> we, we just talked about your criminal past even before. Yeah, I mean, well, no. I, look, I have, I shouldn't say you fucking past. Oz background character. <laughs> <I've>, uh... <laughs> you're the guy who only gets fucked once. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I uh, I was Oz background. I was on my way to be to having an actual like, uh, like a, a life of being a criminal. I was very really? close to, to being, being a criminal. A By the way, I sound very weird. People that are listening, if you know me from other podcasts, I bit my tongue last night. Oh, that's right. We a, it looks disgusting. It looks like it, black plague sort dude, of shit. It, dude, it yeah. looks like a herpy on my tongue. Right. We were at uh, Super herpy. Mike Lawrence's uh, WrestleMania party, and I couldn't eat anything because I'm, I'm doing no carbs right now. So I started grabbing handfuls of wasabi peas, okay, right. which are delicious and healthy. <laughs> which is the, the meal of a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking hurting myself as I eat. I'm yeah. like, I'm ready to go, bitch. Yeah. So I started downing wasabi peas, and I bit my tongue. Well, I had like five of them in my mouth. So I started breathing wasabi fire through my nose. It was the worst experience right. ever. And now my tongue is all swollen and I sound like a fucking idiot. Sean asked me if I wanted to reschedule, um, which that's how. That was I just Sean me. trying to get out of doing anything. Yeah, he said, well, how's it going to break? He's like, yeah, you want to just cut it early? Me <laughs> being lazy. Yeah. Then we'll cancel you and the next two. <laughs> yeah. so, just in case, uh, just in case their tongues hurt. Their tongues hurt too. In the vein of my They're dumb friends. <laughs> I stupidly bit my fucking uh, tongue, so now I sound dumb. So I want to apologize to the people. Yeah, I don't think you sound, I don't, you I don't sound I can't tell the difference. I can't tell. Your voice not. is so horrible. <laughs> that we can't tell. It's any different. You're not listening through headphones. Tom knows what the fuck's going on. It's awful. It's, yeah. it's terrible. Oh, where did you get your serial killer white supremacist producer? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you do look like a reformed white supremacist. Yeah. Your f- face is very angular, Tom. Yeah, well, you know. 
Yes, I'm half Hungarian. So. By the way, I love how he gave me a direction on how to talk into a microphone, but he hasn't done it once. He's just mumbling, <laughs> staring yeah. at the ceiling. The fuck is he has no guy? idea where he is right now. <laughs> what do you fucking call? I did a Legion of Skanks podcast. Great podcast. Thank uh, you very much. I appreciate that. By the way, that. very funny. I had a great time when I was there. But you call your fucking inter- your Asian intern? What do you call her? You call her Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she know. Uh, she can't. She's a big fan of the she show. She used to work for Stephen Colbert. <laughs> she, she, she put, yeah, it's really funny, actually. She's probably listens to this podcast. She's a huge right. podcast fan. Right. And Damn. she approached us. She said, hey, I would love to be your intern. I would love to help you guys out. I want to learn about podcasting. But then she was like, I can't uh, use my real name. And I was like, why? She was like, because I can't be associated with. What she said? Did she say ape race, uh, rapists, ape rapists? I think. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was great. And uh, then she said she she gave us a different name. She wanted to be called Kim Chi, which was cute. And then we we no, just no. shot that down. We said, no, I'm gonna call you Ding Dong. Not racist enough. Yeah. <laughs> not racist enough. Racist. Not racist. But it's also, it's also imagine if it's just like she's really into Ding Dongs, like the little cakes, the Ding yeah. Dong. <laughs> They're delicious. That's your dream woman. That's that where, Donald, where Don, Donnelly's mind goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ding Dongs would feel good in my mouth. Ding Dongs are great. Asian so, yeah. ding dongs? I wasn't a uh, no, I wasn't a criminal when I was a kid or when I was a teenager coming into adulthood. Right, I uh, I was just treading that line, and we would do a lot of fucked up things, um, like everything from fucking. I had, I had a sneaker stealing ring. We would, we would. <laughs> okay, now give background on that. Wait, what? what? That's got, fucking what, crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. We yeah. would. How we old were you? Like 17, 18, yeah. like senior year of high school going into college. Right, right, right. By the way, I had like a sweet girlfriend at the time. This sweet girl who's from like a, an upper middle class family. She had no idea who the evil person that I really was. I was like a fucking, I was like a Batman villain, dude. Like I was running hard. I was doing drugs. I was just an animal. And she, I was just like with her. And I was also in, at the same time in school, in drama society, like in productions of Anything Goes and Meet Me in St. Louis and fucking doing it. So I had this double life. During yeah. the day, I was a sweet guy with a, like a, this cute girlfriend. She was just a good girl, and then me and my fucking friend Toby were just like doing drugs and, and Toby, Toby, yeah, buddy Toby. Yeah. No, no, no. my girlfriend, a couple girlfriends ago, cheated on me with a guy named Toby. Oh, was so he a half black, man. half white redhead? No, it wasn't him. I don't think. <laughs> it wasn't this Toby. No, it wasn't this Toby. Toby. So um, we would fucking. I had a friend who worked at Models. Yeah. And I also, I worked at a pizzeria. I was delivering pizzas, okay? So the guy who owned this pizzeria was a real fucking shithead. Like really? this, uh, like Guido Italian guy. And this he, is this is upstate Westchester? Or where is Rockland this? County. Rockland County, okay. Okay. So um, the guy would basically give us orders of, uh, of just basically sizes of sneakers and brands. He was like, you know, size 12 Nikes, right? And we'd have a list of like 10 of them. There's a pizza guy. Yes, the guy who owns pizza. Right. Oh, so the pizza guy was buying. He was all this fa- shit. exactly. He'd give us twenty five bucks a pair because we were still like you know ninety eight hundred dollar pair of sneakers, <laughs> and then he would go and then he'd sell them off to his friends, right? Yeah. For like fifty bucks a pair, whatever it was. So we would go in to Models, and we had a friend who worked there, and he just gave us the thing to fucking take the tags off. Whoa. So we would just pull the tags off these sneakers with like bags of shoes. How many? You would just come out with bags. They didn't have we would walk cameras. in with like uh, we'd come in with like t shirts, like shitty like t shirts in the bag, so they'd have weight in them we'd go in we'd swap them out with sneakers and we just and there is security and there's the thing i worked i've dude i've, I've worked like a million jobs like I've you worked, never got caught 
Let me tell you. All right, I've sure. I've worked every day since I was like 11 years old. I've always had a right, job. Right, That's, right, right. Yeah, you were saying that the other day. Yeah, and I, and I worked in the mall. I worked at a Hot Topic when I was in high school. So I knew, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wore an eyeliner too. It was a whole thing. You don't even know. <laughs> um, dude, I fucking, uh, dude, I knew that security could not put their hands on you. And I, I, I'm assuming this is state by state. So if you guys are listening in Texas, don't get any crazy ideas. Right. But in New Especially York, Texas. if you fucking, if you, if you steal something from a store, the security cannot actually touch you. They're not to put their hands on you it's against the law and i knew this because they said if you see anybody shoplifting you can't touch them you, you can tell them to stop you can try to detain them but they can just take off so i remember one time dude i fucking uh i had the like literally like nine pairs of shoes between two bags and i'm walking out and the security guard came up and he grabbed the bags he couldn't touch me but i guess you can grab the bags so i'm fucking yanking the bags, <laughs> having a, in the middle of the mall by the way I'm, i remember i was wearing flip-flops i was wearing flip-flops <laughs> Like fucking you, UFO shorts. Jimmy Buffett. People are watching. Dude, it was ridiculous. People are watching. Dude. This guy happy. People were watching. Dude, I had. At the, dude, I was so. I was so far fucking gone at that point. I mean, dude, I would always. So were you fucking high when you do this? I mean, like high on weed. Yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. high on. Like I, I started smoking weed actually my senior year of high school, um, and it was. Do you right immediately around, loved it. Dude, I loved it, dude. Yeah. I love. We went to see. We still went, loves it. We went still to see Snowcore. Uh, it was <laughs> Snowcore 98. What's Snowcore? No, no, it had to be like, Snowcore 2000. Yeah. It's like hardcore like hard during the December. No, it was, uh, it was just called Snowcore because it was like hardcore music during the winter. It was like yeah. the, you know, the Snowcore tour. It was, uh, but it's, it was, like, it's, like the, it's like the hardcore's winter ball. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, System of a Down, Incubus, Puya, and Mr. Bungle. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. Bungle. You know the uh, what's the name? Yeah, that's Faith No More. Uh, yeah, Mike Patton. No yeah, Mike yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we went to see that dude, and we got a bag of weed. I remember the night before, me and my friend James Meekum, we searched everywhere. We had no idea where to get weed. Um, we're upstate, and we're like asking every like every Puerto Rican kid we see in this town, we're hey man, you know where you can get weed, and nobody can find it for us. Finally, my crazy uncle Raymond, uh, we asked him, and he he was like, fine, I'll get you weed. And he got us a, like a dime bag, and dude, that shit was fucking huge. We rolled like uh, he actually rolled it for. He's roll. He rolled us. Th- yeah. I remember my. This is what a shitty uncle he was. He rolled us three joints, and he took one as payment. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my. That's my blood, guys. That's the fucking. That's the cloth that Luis J. Gomez is cut from, dude. He took one of the fucking joints. There's no free joints in this life. Yeah, dude. So we smoked a joint in the West Savage Elementary School parking lot. Me, James, Meekum, Dave Green. And people say they don't get high the first time. Dude, I lost my mind. Dude, I laughed so fucking you hard. You fucking loved it, huh? I could, dude, and literally from that point, almost every day since, um, now I take off, you know, a month or two here and there. Just to right, get my right. shit, you know, my, my head straight. Yeah, settle and, up, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, but it's not getting the same high the same way now. Now it's just chills you out, right? No, like I'm high right now. Right, like, right, right. It, here's what's oh, fucked so up. You don't seem high at all. You seem, if, just, you seem very like. You never see me not high. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> like you. What would you be not high? I'd be punching holes in your walls. Oh my! <laughs> Thank God you're high here, dude. By the way, I fucking your your producer told me. Uh, how long have you been with the show, dude? Uh, n- November, December. Okay, dude. You've been with the show for like five months. Yes. Okay? You fucking sent me the wrong address today. Yes. How is that possible? I, it's just in the so first time. Dude, I, he, he, the other thing about this wait, neighborhood. Hey, before you uh, uh, st- start shitting on our no, producer. I got to do it. Uh, <laughs> w- w- how did you, that shoe theft operation end? Hold on. I'm gonna, because, because I'm super ADD and stoned right now, I want to just say this really quick. <laughs> okay. He told, and I won't say the address, but he said 100. It's, uh, he said. Up by 100, yeah. Like he, let's say it was right, the right, address right. is four hundred. He told me three hundred. To 300. be fair, I think yeah. I sent him the wrong address today. Well, let me tell you, it's hilarious about this neighborhood. We're in Brooklyn, Rip. and fucking every like every 
like I guess block right here. It's like right. a lot, so it's only one. Like every block is one number. So a hundred uh, doors away is like nine fucking blocks. <laughs> it's bananas, dude. I hung up. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'll be there in two seconds. It was the longest fucking walk I've ever dealt with in my entire life. My tongue is throbbing. I'm just angry. Yeah, you said you you got in a fight with people. I got into a fight with my chick. I'm fucking <laughs> arguing with her. My tongue is swollen. Tom gave me the wrong address. Now I think I'm, I don't even know what the statute of limitations is on this sneaker ring. And, and probably gonna go to jail after this. You probably go to jail. And we'll, this, we'll do like a free Mumia, but like for free Gomez. Just a vigil, a candlelit vigil. God damn it, dude. Yeah, so I, I mean, it really ended with me moving to New York City and. Um, Did you get arrested while you were there? I didn't get arrested for any shit like that. I mean, I've been arrested a bunch of times in my life for like right. smoking weed and fucking arguing with people and stupid shit. Were you um, arrested for a fist fight or anything? Dude, I almost got, <laughs> dude, I almost got arrested for a. I, no, I'm sorry, I got arrested before almost a fist fight. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't even. I don't even I, I think I had told this on a podcast. Bobby's podcast a long time ago. I did. Yeah, All right, yeah, this is a yeah. great story, actually. All right, so, dude, I am. Please retarded. tell the whole thing. I okay, will tell yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, look, dude. Uh, yeah, whatever. The other one, dude, I, it just ended with me moving to New York City. I started promoting right. for comedy clubs, and I started making a lot of money doing that. When I was like 21, I was just fucking making like $3,000 a week selling comedy club tickets. That whole street what? team that worked for me. So really? I didn't have to do illegal shit anymore, just, except for not wow. pay taxes on all what that. Comedy club? I'm just kidding, you guys. Government pay taxes on all of it. <laughs> In fact, it's all a joke. I never made that money. <laughs> this is the most surreal fucking. What, what club were you promoting for? Uh, I started promoting for the New York Comedy Club, right. um, selling eight tickets for 20 bucks, um, which was really a deal. And uh, I was I was one of the original guys to do that. Like I, when I came to New York City in two thousand and one, I came a few days you after. You were like a, a head barker, I guess, when you first got a head bar. I was the dude. I ran a team of thirty five guys that worked underneath me selling comedy club tickets wow. for this comedy club, and I would get a portion of their sales plus I would get kickbacks from the club. So I was making a shit ton of money. Wow! Just just being this dude. And this is before I did comedy. This is years before I did stand up. You know, I was just I was. So promoting. you would just hang out. Like, would you meet all these comics? Then? I knew every. Before I started doing comedy, I knew everybody, dude. Like I know. Like right now, I know everybody. How long have you been doing comedy now? Nine years. And you knew everybody before that. I was. I started promoting in 01. I started producing shows about 02, 03. Right. So I was doing that for years before. You know, I even so started you were doing like horrible shit with other comedians way before you started doing comedy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you ever have any one of your fucking like gangbangs or orgies you've had with Dave Smith before that or no? Um, I mean, yeah, dude, I was, dude, I was a fat kid growing up, so I was just like kind of a, a insecure, what, what super insecure, and just, like perverse. This is, why I, this is why I love you, is because you're the only guy, like almost every guy who I'll talk about. Hey, you ever been with some hot chicks? And they'll be like, Yeah, man, like I've been to some chicks so smoking. But Gomez is the only person, and, and I think that'll say like the ugliest chicks that you've hooked up with. Are way uglier than the hottest chicks that you fuck up. Oh yeah, right? well I have a whole spectrum, but here's the, the other thing. Is like, you, I know you fuck up some beautiful because your girlfriend's beautiful. Thank you very and, much. I appreciate but uh, it. you know, like you've hooked up with a lot of really trash. But you said the way you've described some of these women, <laughs> I mean, it's like terrifying. <laughs> it's like it's some of this stuff is like it's horrifying. Dude, I've I look, I've fucked. <laughs> I mean, girls that you would literally go like. Uh, they're barely human. <laughs> Dude, I mean, there was one girl, she had fucking acne. She looked like a boy. <laughs> I mean, dude, she fucking, I'm, I'm trying, like, she. Wait, I, how old were you with this? I was, you know, like 23. Dude, I, I was so <laughs> fucked up. Dude, all I wanted to do was have people tell me that I was pretty. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. It's the truth, dude. This is what we all really want deep down inside. It's a natural need. We want to be right. told, hey, dude, you're pretty too. You're yeah, fucking yeah, pretty. Yeah. You're not, you, you know, and that's what you, that, and I didn't get that enough when I was a kid. Right. So literally anybody who would do that, I would just, my dick would get hard and I'd be like, all right, let me put it in her. Right, right, dude, right. this girl was a creature, dude. I mean, like, <laughs> she came back. I'm trying to describe, like, I'm trying to think who she looked like, man. Imagine, um, imagine a fat like Victor Vernado. Like it's Pat. A fat Victor, Victor Vernado <laughs> with black hair, but that, <laughs> <laughs> that, it's like a thing, uh, like who literally a nightmare. Who is hotter? You think? Like, is, like who would you rather have fucked, Victor Vernado or this chick? <laughs> uh, well, I, it's a chick, so this is a chick. <laughs> oh, that's the line. But that's the thing. You, you know what? The truth matters. I am. How was the this fattest lesson, girl you've ever hooked up with? I mean, gargantuan. But <laughs> the, the truth is, dude, and I learned this a long time ago. Like the the funnier story is. The disgusting creature that you hooked up with, or the getting beat up by some dude that you should have been able to beat up. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's that's never like how story. you won. And that's the difference between comics and the difference between funny people and the difference between you know the normal people that walk around. Because the normal guy, the instinct is to go, "Yeah, I fucked this hot chick. I beat up this guy." And comics go, "Yeah, dude, this guy kicked my ass and I fucked this whale. She fucking <laughs> shit on my dick." <laughs> like that. I've actually that, had that happen to me yeah, before. Oh. Come on. That was my alley lost my virginity. <laughs> I swear to God. I think I talked about it. You fucking know why you were getting beat well, up? Well, yeah, I fucked a girl's ass the first time. And then I woke up the next day and there was like a ring of shit around my boxers oh. and my, where my dick hole was. It's brutal. You know, we've all been there. No. Not all of us. Have you ever fucked a chick in the ass? I tried once. Didn't you poop on your dick a little? No. Didn't. You didn't try hard enough. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. High five. Uh, yeah, for man, those I mean, you, you, guys, you, look, you guys were just high fiving for both getting shit. Dude, I, I, <laughs> dude, I had a girl that loved that's being fucked in the ass. That's right. yeah. me, me and Jimmy Martinez uh, were uh, Eskimo cousins on this one, on this chick, or Eskimo yeah. brothers, right? Yeah. Um, this chick, this is actually the chick in Big J. I don't know if you know Big J's stand up that well, but yeah. he has a story about the my dog eating an Asian girl's pussy. Oh, that and that was the Asian girl? This is the Asian girl. She used to love getting fucked <laughs> in the ass. So I would fuck this girl in the ass, dude. And I guess one day she just, um, whatever, she she just did not shit before. And she just, it literally went, you just heard, and then, uh, the, uh, then the whole uh, room no, no. filled with a stench. I feel like, <laughs> and like dude, watching Human like, Centipede. And here, dude, here's the thing, dude. When that happens, like, she's super embarrassed. She runs, you know, I got to wash my dick off. There's shit literally everywhere. And we have to come back and finish. And then, Wait, what do you no, no, you do. You have to finish. I'm not gonna hurt her feelings. <laughs> but that is also the vast difference between You're men and a women. Gentleman. It is very yeah. that's very symbolic of how we treat women and, and how sensitive women are. Because if that happened for us, that would be over. It would be, be over. No more but fun. we don't. We right. know that that will fuck her up for years to come. And the truth is, I want to be able to hurt her, for her to give her asshole to other men for years to come. Right. So for men, so you're doing for it for mankind. mankind. You're basically like Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> you're like Sacagawea. There should be a Luis Gomez coin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh shit, dude. Um, so you realize you just told that story and, and you high five Dan because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We, well, I've lived. That is the oh god. That was like, I, mean? I felt like I was there. When See, you you're there. you're a good dude, man. You only look like a, a good, pirate. You haven't even been well, Sean hasn't been with a lot of girls either. Really? No. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't know how many girls. <laughs> no, you told he, me. You talk, he just said that he pulled that out of his ass. He has no, no I idea. Didn't. No, you told me. Why what's what's a lot? All right, let's what's a lot. You're at like ten. I never said that. That's not even remotely That's true. That's true. How many girls has it been? I don't even know. I thought count, Bullshit. but you, it's you more than 10. Right, I did not me. say 10. You said you said around 10. What, you mean fucking them? Yeah. I probably... No, it had to be more than 10. It had to be more than 10. I didn't right. tell you 10. Yes, you did. I swear to God. And where are you at? 
I'm like only at 30, like around 30. That's I have not many. That's not that many. I would say it's probably 20. If I had how, and how many? And you like over 100. No, like 35. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Well, he counts the fat girls as like three girls. Right, right. No, no, no. You've been you've been with a lot of girls. Really? I've been I've been with a lot of women. <laughs> um, I, I honestly I, I don't know. Probably around around 50. But um, he just winked. Wait, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? I never winked. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's just snapping his fingers. <laughs> He's like, Joe, I'm lying. Don't say this. But come on, man. What are numbers? Numbers yeah, are just yeah. numbers. Numbers yeah. are numbers. Um, but Dan like thinks I never even told you that. I think you told me that. Maybe I did. I'm pretty sure you told me. So, I didn't know right, that was an off topic. All right, so if I, no, did I didn't that, know that was so an off topic thing. I opened up for, to Dan, and that's what he's doing. He's blowing my Dude, whole spot. I, I didn't think that was an off topic thing. You know, this is a podcast. I don't, know, I don't think it was to, ten, though. I think you just make up numbers. I think that we. We need to talk about what we need to talk about before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that that no, was. No, I'm fine with you saying it. Well, I'm just. It's fine. I think it's. I think it's nice. It was dumb of you to confide in. It was dumb of yeah. me to confide. That was <laughs> yeah, my dumb story. Being friends for the week. with me was a really stupid idea. <laughs> that was. Um, so. So Lewis has only been with two girls. I've only been with one girl in my entire life. <laughs> the mother of my child. Yeah. Um, How's it going, by the way? Being the, a dad, having a kid, and terrifying. having like a new, like a like a, now you have like a like a, a wifey. <sighs> Dude, it's fucking really hard, man. I uh, I look, you don't, you know, I don't regret it, but. No, uh, <laughs> dude. It's like, look, dude. Here's the thing: when people, when you become a, people don't tell you when you become a parent that you're gonna just be terrified that your kid's gonna die all the time. Like they don't tell you that, dude. It's like a hard, yeah. really have hard. Have you already thing. done? Have you done some stupid shit with your kids so far? Like already dumb decisions or no? Have you dropped them? No, dude. I mean, that dude, would be nervous of that. I like to, I like to like pick them up and throw them up in the air, dude. And I did this at Wayne Rader's apartment, and uh, I fucking nearly sliced his head off on a ceiling fan. Oh, <laughs> I was throwing him up. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But I just, by the way, I did a little fucking Wayne Rader segue, segue the, right there. Yeah, you saw yeah, that? That's he mentioned the Wayne Rader. Embarrassing thing that's happened in Wayne Rader's apartment. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking. Of Wayne, you guys have a very. Co- I remember you had the funniest Facebook status about w- Wayne Rado is a. Oh, he used to run two comedy clubs in New York City, a bunch, and, and he used to manage be, a bunch of comics. And, yeah, and used to manage a bunch of. And I, I guess I don't know if he's in the business. I think he's producing television stuff now, he's, or he's no, trying to sell. He's I don't know. Trying to like sell TV shows, and he's in like the art world now. And and I'm still actually friends with Wayne. But Wayne's um, great. I love Wayne. He's a lunatic, he's but a lunatic. he's fucking like he, at the end of the day, he's not actually a bad dude. You know what do what, you describe? What, what I, I, what I, I was actually said. I was saying this to my friend Dave Smith, and I said uh, I was like fucking uh, Wayne Rado's like an uncle that used to molest me but now at this point i've kind of like made my peace with it i've gone to therapy <laughs> um he's not i know like i know he's not a bad guy like he's deep down he's like a really good person he's just sick like he really genuinely <laughs> is just a sick oh my God. sick person he can't help himself <laughs> like do you notice like i was saying this the other day like all my instincts people fuck with me for some reason all the time like people like bookers people in the industry people right. fuck with me and I have to fight the instinct to fucking punch people in the face. But are they actually fucking life. with you? Or are you like imagining no, 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 it? They're fucking rage filled people head. I've heard some stories actually, which I probably can't say in the podcast, but people that you've, like, where you were in the right, like some of these stories. That one story in particular I heard. Yeah, look, and I, I don't want to get into any, right. I don't want to, you know, start up any shit, but there, there's been people in the industry that have, like, just gone out of their way to be fucking dicks. And my instinct is, hey, dude, 
I'm gonna fucking drill you in your mouth. Okay, that's yeah. what what my what I want to do. Right, right. I want to just start punching you, and I have to You're fight. You're probably that. top five tough comedians. I no, guess. no, no, not even. You don't think right. so? There's some tough fucking. There's some real. Here's the other thing. You no, yeah, you're about, tough. And yeah, I know, and I know, tough. and I know. You think you're top ten in New York? No, I know fighting. Okay, here's what you gotta understand. And maybe I, I maybe I am tougher than a lot of dudes. But anybody who's a real athlete, anybody who's an athletic background, right. Go take boxing lessons for three months. You'll be able to fuck up anybody who's not an athlete, okay? Because fighting right. is really tough. And you can really only do it for 30, 40 seconds before, unless you're athletic and unless you're yeah, in you shape, yeah, you're, you're fucking breath. dead. Yeah. So if you're a naturally athletic person, you don't think you can fight, dude, just go. It's very easy to, t- you know, to figure out how to hold your fist and punch and kick. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, but yeah. so I'm not, there's a lot more like, you know, athletic, tough fucking people. There's people that know martial arts. There's people that know. Who's tougher than you? Name one person. Dante Nero, Joe Larson. Uh, I don't know if Joe, Joe, Larson. Joe Larson tougher. That's a guy, right? Yeah, he takes Joe uh, Larson. Joe Larson, the, the from LA, LA comic. He's you like a what? he's like a Brazilian. He's like a martial artist guy, right? That's him, right? He's pudgy. Joe's like a pudgy. Joe Larson's pudgy. He's a very funny guy. I'm not saying he's not funny, but he's pudgy. He's not like as fat as me, but he's pudgy. Hold on one yeah, second. Yeah, I don't think he's the same guy. There's going to be a lot of edits on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that one. I didn't say anything, no, I'm kidding. I didn't say anything bad about why it. Am I sa- why am I thinking of the wrong name, dude? Joe Larson? No. I think you're t- thinking of a different name. It's definitely... Joe List. Yeah, Joe List. <laughs> he's a pudgy guy. Yeah. He's not that pudgy. I think no. he's Joe List. I'm kidding. He's skinny. Yeah, yeah. Skinny as a pole. What are you fucking? Yeah, so we, we've been doing this too long today. There's fucking uh, no. I mean, then there's like other guys like uh, you know Bob De Bono's a, a fucking purple belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Oh really? Dude, that motherfucker will snap your neck. You don't understand. That's what well, we have to watch out for. The wrestlers there's, also. There's like anybody who used to wrestle. Oh, uh, what's his name? Fuck it up. Vecchione. Oh yeah, Vecchione. Yeah, he's got like a yeah. He would have a good center of gravity. That guy would fuck anybody up, I think. Joe Narvaez, tough dude. Sergio Chacon, tough. Joe Joe Narvaez still does stand up, right? He does stand up, yeah, Yeah. yeah. poorly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I love Joe. Good friend of mine. Yeah, I uh, I think Carrot Top could probably fuck people. Yeah, well, he's a diesel motherfucker as well, dude. Like, no, I'm not, dude. I'm not like tough like that. I box a few days a week, and I box. But you you have you ever gotten a a physical conversation with Wayne Rado? Yeah, dude, I did. Uh, you hack. You <laughs> Byron Allen <laughs> faggot. <laughs> I told him beforehand that I got into a physical altercation with Wayne. Oh right yeah, now. like that, before, that. like Gomez, like tr- transitioned and he like was so proud of himself. Yeah, he winked. winked at me. It was yeah, cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he tries to. Do well, the, nobody he, knows that but me. It's not like uh, it's not like there's a bit. Uh, by the way, this way he's going to be he's going to go way further than any of us in this business because he does that and you're supposed to do that. <laughs> what are you saying, Gomez? Are you saying I'm going to hack? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> saying you're anyway, uh, what, what, what happened with you and uh, you and Wayne Rado? So when I, back when I was uh, promoting shows, this is actually after I'd started doing comedy, Wayne Rado became the manager of Stand Up New York. And um, when he first came in, when I first met him at Stand Up New York, we did not get along at all. He was trying to like establish himself. Dude, I was, I was at that time, this is like eight years ago, seven years ago, I was bringing in 95% of the people into Stand Up New York. My show right. was bringing in, you know, upwards of seven, 800 people a week to the club. Um, by the way, in an honest way, we weren't like the street teams now that just fucking lie to everybody. Just lie, or just like, yeah. hey, they Dave Chappelle's going to be time. We were like, yeah. we were like. You know the, one, the biggest lie I heard recently, just really quickly? For Stand Up New York, they Dan said... Dan St. Germain isn't a hack. <laughs> 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 they said that uh, Stand Up New York is where they filmed Saturday Night Live. That's <laughs> 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 where Seinfeld filmed all the segments uh, from doing stand-up. One of the dumbest thing when I was a security guard is somebody asked me, uh, when do they film Saturday Night Live? 
<laughs> but they didn't know it was live. Oh, that's oh really? Yeah. Or what like, day of the week? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, Wayne, he came in, and we just, dude, it was like fucking oil and water, and he. Was he very confrontational with you? Super confrontational, super dicky. And then like what it, kind of stuff would he do? He he wouldn't let me play music before my shows, which is the opposite of what you want to do. It was just so weird, dude. It was like he was trying to take the stance, like because I guess you have to you have to pay like rights to like some company, like whatever it is. So I was gonna play original music. He wouldn't let me play. And it was it was all this weird shit. He was just positioning. Wait we, a minute, you would have to you have to pay for rights to play music at a comedy club. Yeah, you have to pay, you have to pay like five hundred bucks a year to this like I think it's like BMI or right. some some company. Oh, do you? Yeah. You How do they find out? No. They don't. Nobody. Nobody fucking pays it. All right. But you know, it's like one of these things. So he just want. He was literally a backroom comedy club. You don't have to fucking do that. Dude, look. He sucked. We didn't get along. And (laughs) one night, Kareem Green was performing, and I guess he didn't know Kareem, and he tried to not pay. It was my show, and I was out of town. I was on the road, Big J or whatever. So uh, he tried to not pay Kareem. So Kareem calls me up. He's like, "Yeah, what's up? This guy Wayne's not paying me." Blah blah blah. So I was like, "Kareem, don't worry. I'll pay you. Just you know, leave. It's not an issue. I'll take care of you tomorrow. Whatever." So I get back into town and it's a fuck. Me and Wayne had a hu- have a huge blowout um, to the point where we're like flipping out. And I leave. I just I was like fuck this. I'm quitting. So then as I'm leaving, uh, the big metal door at the side of San York, the one that's still there, I take it and I slammed it into his face. And, uh, Did it hit him? Yeah, yeah, it was great. And all you heard from inside of the door was like, "I'm calling from, I'm calling the cops, pal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you assaulted me." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pal. So he pal. ended up calling the cops. Pal. He was like, yeah, and then the cops were like, "Yeah, we can't arrest him for slamming a door." And then uh, they left. And then me and Wayne Rada, we ended up just becoming friends. After that, like six months went by, and we have a lot of mutual friends. Like he was repping Big J, and, and right. I think. How, what, do you guys just get fucked up one night and you're like, this is stupid? It was just all fucking retarded, dude. It's, look, at the end of the day, I, I was becoming a comedian. I wasn't a street team guy anymore. So right. once I became a comic and I kind of, like, let that go behind me, yeah. then we let bygones be bygones. And, you know, it's just fucking Wayne being a lunatic. And everyone's a lunatic in this business. There's nobody good in this business. Yeah. So let's, I mean, let's, I'm not going to pretend that I wouldn't want to hit 25 fucking people in the face with the door. So <laughs> Yeah, everybody's a piece of shit. At least Wayne lets you know he's a piece of shit and lets mm-hmm. you hit him with the door. You get, the, you get that release. You you're not going to yeah. get that with other people. I'm yeah. sure I didn't let you hit him with the door. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're cool with him. No, now we're now cool. You guys are buddies. Yeah, now he, he repped me for a little while, too, and that didn't work. So, uh... <laughs> I think if you didn't see this, uh, Lewis looked off into the distance when he said that. That's brutal. God damn it. Hold on. Can we take a quick pause so I can ice my tongue? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah go ahead. Ice my tongue, dude. Good day episodes, guys. That's three and three. One third will be enough time. Okay. Know, oh, yeah. Okay. In the future. Yeah. I just did it two days ago. So you guys do like fucking just seven podcasts in a day? We do six, maybe. Six, yeah. yeah we're fucking beat right now. Yeah. Isn't it just easier to, to just do maybe two every two weeks? Well, he comes in from Massachusetts. Really? For this? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did one. There was, I did six. Had to write Best of Gibber, and then I did your guys' podcast, which yes. is two hours. That was fucking insane. All right. Back. Uh, Gomez, big fighter, was just done icing his little tongue. <laughs> I never claimed to be a big fighter. Yeah, I haven't been into well, a fight. You're very into UFC. Right. You, you, you exude you that, that, yeah, I did that try fighting to, attitude. I tried to punch a cab driver recently. But what happened It's not even a story. I just fucking was mad that he wouldn't stop. 
That's not. That's it. That's 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 how easy it will be. There is so much raging. I hate cab drivers. First of all, I hate them. Cab drivers are annoying, dude. I almost got. I got in this thing with a cab driver. This was like, um, fucking. Uh, I was coming back from. I forget what gig I was doing, but he was like, he had attitude. He's like. <sighs> And then I was like, dude, why do you have attitude? He goes, I don't have attitude. This is my accent. I'm like, this has nothing to do with your fucking accent. It's your breathing pattern. You're breathing goes, I breathe how I want. And he goes, I'm not angry. I almost fight the last person. He like, totally admitted to the fact he was a fucking psycho. And then I was like, by the end of my tipped him well. And I'm like, yeah, it's all right, man. I just think you need to work. No, dude, shit. fuck that, dude. I hate them all, dude. The, let me tell you something. They, uh, anything, dude, MTA, cab drivers. Here's the problem, dude. They have a fucking monopoly. They know that you yeah. can't go anywhere else. You know, it's like there right. isn't, dude, yeah. it's a reason Time Warner Cable are cocksuckers. They, 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 you yeah. cannot go anywhere else, dude, because they provide the service in your area. There's nothing the fuck else you can do. Right. Go get shitty satellite, and that's that. So anytime that's the case, it's terrible customer service. Yep. I fucking hate it, okay? Oh, dude. This cab driver, what happens is, dude, they won't stop on for me specifically. I don't know what it is, dude. Maybe I just I exude some sort of energy where they're like, right, do right. not stop for this guy. He might try to punch you. You're intense. Dude, he fucking... He he slows down and the, then they'll roll the window down and go. Where are you going? Which is illegal, by the way. They can't. It do is. That. They can't. can't they can't do that. They're not allowed to do I that. I have a story like just like that. So then I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going. And I'm trying to be very nice. I'm like, yeah, I gotta go here. And he's like, sorry, sorry. And then starts to speed off. And I grab the door and he just goes, he'll go. I'll just tear your arm off. He doesn't care. So he has to stop at a fucking red light and his window is still open. So I literally run up to on the side of him, dude, and I swing my fist in oh the cab to try to, to try to get him. But I just, I, my hand caught. The the bottom of the fucking window so i didn't actually get him and he just fucking took off again <laughs> wow but, oof, i wanted to no 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 come on bro Dude, there's gotta the be like Hulk. 40 times a day where you should just get arrested probably <laughs> i did I, it I used to so be angry. i was a doorman on the upper east side to like his baby is strapped in a baby <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're doing. Dude, remember we saw that was that with you for that oh yeah there remember was a fight there's a guy on the, the subway baby this, bjorn almost fought this this dude guy. almost fought this teenager and he had his baby like a baby bjorn on his on the strap the kid strapped to his front and he was fighting the kid, and then the kid like didn't even touch the baby, but he went for the guy. And he was like, this guy punched my baby! This guy punched my baby! Get him! Call the cops! Call the cops! We're like, you're the asshole's fighting with your baby yeah, strapped the, the, here. It's so hard, dude. And, and especially after you have a kid, it's like, I don't want to die. And this is what happens, dude. People get into fucking fights over whatever, and then somebody gets fucking shot or stabbed right. or whatever it is. So I, it's actually kind of scary to me that I have this rage and I'm in therapy and I'm trying to fucking fix it all. But it's like, when I'm with my son, dude, it's a, it's a completely different story. My instincts, and that guy's a piece of shit who did that. Yeah. My instinct is to protect my son. But in you wouldn't whatever way start possible. a fight with your son. I wouldn't. I mean, dude, I'd have to walk away from a fight if it was with my son. Exactly. As far as that would be. Yeah. Um. You know, especially, dude, that's a really that's a really hard thing when you know in society we're supposed to be men, and it's like you have your your kid who you're supposed to protect, but at the same time you want to show your son that if maybe there's a person that is in the wrong that does deserve to get their ass kicked, maybe somebody disrespects my son or disrespects my chick. Yeah, but I think like part of being a man is like being like, all right, I gotta drop this pride because I know, something but, dude, else is more that's, important. That's a really hard thing to do in general. It's like, what lesson do you teach your son there? Do you teach your son to walk away or do you teach your son to stand up for himself or his family? That's a hard thing. That's something that before well, you and my half dad, ago, I my dad, never... I think, treated me too much like a pussy when I was growing up. So it was like, that was the other problem. I think I was the other end of it. What do you mean? Like, he sometimes would be like, don't even fight if they throw the first punch. You know, shit like that. Where I was like, I would never teach my kid that, man. No, I mean... I, my dad wasn't like that. My dad wouldn't... My dad was just really... My dad was a nice guy, but he was intimidating. So yeah. he, any fight I ever saw him get it, it never got to a fight because he would just... 
he would just intimidate the person enough yeah. where they just back down. But I also part. don't want to send that message to my son as well, dude. It's it's a really weird thing, dude. It's like I don't. I here's what yeah. I don't want. I don't want my son to ever have to throw a punch or be punched. That I don't want that to ever happen. Right. Yeah, right. It's probably gonna happen at one point. I have like a temper. And I will fucking yell or threaten somebody, and I don't know if that's the right thing to, to show my side. It's probably not. I just, like, literally, yeah. I don't know, so I'm kind of in a weird, it's such a weird position to be in. Right, right. Where I'm like, dude, I don't have a father. I don't have somebody that showed me the right way. My and mom, he, I used to get my ass kicked And you said before, day. you said it on stage, you know, because your dad met a horrible, you know, violent end, and you don't want that. Yeah, no, not yeah, at all. I mean, my, my father was actually stabbed to death because he was involved right. in some shady shit. Yeah. You know? And it's like, um... You know, it's really hard, dude. My mom, when I was, I remember when I was fucking a kid, I would get my ass kicked all the time uh, in my neighborhood. I was like, the only, I was in like a major white trash neighborhood, so it was all like poor And you're kids, pudgy, like and you're fucking Hispanic. Exactly. So they used to, so they used to like, call me a nigger, throw rocks at me, fucking like. Just not even correct, guys. <laughs> Racist death. Please there. use the, race, the yes. right epithet. Yeah. I mean, well, look, I was the most niggery on the block, okay? And uh, <laughs> to be fair, I'm going to give these kids the benefit of the doubt. Um, and, and I mean, I remember one day I came home crying, and my mom was was like fuck this get your jacket on come outside and she literally brought me to each of their houses and made me fight them individually <laughs> whoa whoa <laughs> really did you win any of them i won all it was four kids i won all of them except for one and there's nothing more embarrassing than getting your ass kicked in front of your mom <laughs> mom get him off me did wow. your mom get him off yeah, but you won four previous fights Three. yeah i did a little three i was winded I was pointed, yeah. I was like, Ultimate Fighter won. It's like I had four fights in one night. That's like that's like Boy Named uh, Sue type shit. Yeah, your yeah, mom look, dragged but, in the minivan. She's got you. <laughs> Go yeah. fight. Go fight. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you, dude. It did, so it, put it, these trunks on. It did teach me a lesson because here's the thing, dude. Bullies don't want to be punched in the face. And even the kid that won the fight, he stopped fucking with me. Because in his mind, he was like, all right, dude, I'm going to have to fight this kid now. I want to go in. I'm going to go. I wish I had fought so many more kids in the middle because I was in hell. By the way, getting your ass kicked doesn't hurt that much when it happens because adre- your adrenaline is pumping. Yeah. Adrenaline's fucked. What up. it does suck is crying and running away from kids. That hurts way more than getting punched in the face. Right, or getting humiliated every day hurts a lot more. Than- I yeah. wish I had fought You more. got, what, made fun of a lot? Yeah, I would get my, I mean, like, they would fuck me. Would they, they would, would they hit me. you? They would push me. Um, one kid hit me, yeah, but it was like they would push me a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, you, dude, you just fucking think you have to replay that moment for the rest oh, of your life. Like, literally, dude, for the rest of your life. Drive, I'm going to think about that. Dude, you, you want to just drill this fucking dude in his fucking mouth, there's, dude. But the, like, what you're saying is, now, what do you teach your kid? There's a, there's a healthy medium between that. There's, like, you stand up for yourself, which is kind of what your mom did. But at the same time, fla- like, right. going nuts at every little instance and fucking yelling at somebody on the street is different from her showing you to stand up for yourself. Because you don't well, you want to be known as a pussy. But you also don't want to be known as the guy who fights all the time. It's like right. Well, by the way, I, right, right, I'm, exactly. I'm probably much more like your father, where my in- intimidation gets me out of a lot of a lot fights. Of stuff, a lot yeah. of people shit. just yeah. typically aren't looking to fight me. Have you ever gotten any fist fights in any comics? Uh, or I almost got into fights in comics. Uh, let me think. Have I? I mean, I almost punched Todd Lynn once. Oh, right. I, I think a lot of people yeah. had that story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I literally, I had to like, I was like, I'm going to fucking punch this guy. But yeah. it was just like, you know, the same old shit. I mean, no, I never got into fights with any comics. I've uh, me and Dave Smith fought three people outside of Eastville Comedy Club. That's um, really, yeah, what yeah happened it, was there? A, it was a fat guy, a gay kid, and a chick. Were they the bad shit. news bears of gangs? <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking. Uh, 
What yeah. happened? How did that happen? They uh, the chick was just heckling. And he Dude, you've to, done so much shit with Dave Smith. You fought with him. You fucked with him. Yeah, you've basically done everything you can with the guy. Me and Dave. The, Dave is my only friend in comedy that we were friends before we were comics. Yeah. So like we we were you know roommates and friends. Great and I, guy. I convinced him to do comedy. Yeah. Um. Very funny too. Yeah. Super funny guy. Um. But yeah, we were at Eastville Comedy Club, and this chick was just turning. Dude, it's always a chick. It's always some cunt chick who wants to start yelling shit out, and then it, it and then brings it to a physical level. These guys, at the end of the day, they didn't really want to fight get in the us, fight, yeah, right. you know. But this. Well, chick, do you remember what she was heckling? Was she just she was heckling Dave, and Dave smashed her, like really smashed her. She was embarrassed, and she came out, and she ended up. I the I'll spare you the details of the story because it's kind of a long story. She ended up hitting Dave. Wow. And then she ended up hitting me. So she was like a, like a trashy chick. She was like, and she, so you she could fight her. Crazy so drunk. To fight. Dude, she hit me, and I was good. If she hits me one more time, and then as I was saying that, she hit me again, and I just drilled this gay kid in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, I, dude, he was wearing sandals, and he literally came out of his sandals. <laughs> I grabbed his shoes, I threw him across the street. I was like, take that. And I had to stop myself from calling him a faggot because he's actually gay. All I was like, so then like, it becomes a hate crime. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it had nothing to do with him being gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other guy, does Dave beat him up? Yeah, he, Dave ended up fucking giving the fat kid a nice shot to the body. He went down to a knee. It was, so it was the kid, it was over. It was the girl just like, grabbed my shirt. I had this awesome Guns N' Roses shirt. She tore it off my body. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked shirtless. in just shirtless to Eastville. I had to go close the show out, like holding my shirt together. Uh, so how long ago was that? That was like four years ago, five That's years funny. ago. That's great. <laughs> but you're now, Oh, you're my God. That was the same night. I got arrested that night, the night I was telling you about with my roommate, that I never got into the story. But yeah, no, right? no, no, no. But uh, that, I got arrested that night, not what for that story. But it was my roommate. Uh, do I have time for another story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I? Are you sure? Well, I, I think yeah. so, yeah. Because yeah. Kevin, he hasn't contacted you, right? Yeah, five? All right, yeah, yeah. All right this, this will be my finale story. All right. All right. So the same fucking, this is the same day that all this happened. That story happened right. earlier in the day. Okay. And this, uh, dude, I, I lived up on 47th between 10th and 11th, a block away from where Bobby Kelly used to live. And I wasn't even that close to Bobby. He did my podcast once at that time. Yeah. But I remember, dude, I was fucking, I was just shredded. I was really in shape that summer. This is, yeah, it was like four or five years ago. Super hot summer. I had a roommate and we were, I was moving out of the apartment. And yeah. as I was moving out of the apartment, he was trying to get more money from me for like Con Ed, which I owed him, but I was trying to find an apartment. So I wasn't necessarily just trying to give him more money yet. I wanted no, to figure yeah. out, I wanted to let yeah, the yeah. smoke clear and figure out what I was spending on an apartment. So I was kind of blowing him off and we, we started getting into it. And he, on like a 105 degree day, he took my air conditioner out of my window. Oh, wow. And because it was his air conditioner. So he took it out of the window. So I come home and I have a Jack Russell Terrier with long hair. There's just hair everywhere. It's 105 degrees. I'm just pouring sweat, just like living life, the most miserable existence you could possibly imagine. So it's just just after a fight. And I, and I have this fucking rage. No, no, no. This is this is just this is like the day before all this. Okay. Happened, okay. So I'm out. Um, I'm out in the neighborhood. And he calls me out, or he texts me. He's like, hey, dude, I need to get your cable box out of your room. The day before he takes my AC, I was like, dude, do not go in my room. I was like, I'll give you the cable box when I get home. This is a roommate or your landlord? My roommate. Oh, okay. It's my roommate. So I was like, don't go in my room. So he was like, dude, I'm going in your room. Doesn't matter, I'm going. I was like, if you go in my room, there's going to be a real fucking problem. So he was like, I'm in your room right now, he texts me. So I'm just fucking, I'm like, I'm a block away, by the way. He didn't realize I'm like a block away. So I started running home, dude. I have no shirt on, dude. Bro, I saw Bobby Kelly. He's like, dude, where are you going? I was like, I'm going to go beat up my roommate. He's like, you're going to go to jail. I was like, I'm not going nowhere. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking run home. We get into this whole thing, dude. His girlfriend's there. I'm just calling him a bitch. I'm like, you're a bitch. What are you going to fucking do? You won't do shit. All the, all the neighbors are like looking. We're, out, we're outside. He goes to leave. 
Um, and as he goes, he gets into his car and he rolls up the window. He rolls up the window like yeah. a passive aggressive little bitch. And he gives me the finger after the window's rolled up. <laughs> so then I just go, I just go. <laughs> and just a huge loogie. Like you just see, like you saw like through the spit, you saw like a, like a disfigured morph look of anger. Just like, like a prism, like a prism. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was brutal. So he uh, was angry, he speeds off. Now, what I did not know at the time was he went to, he called the cops right there. He went right, straight right, to the police right. station and said that I threatened him. Okay, all right. So, um, so I did not realize that. Okay, what I did at that moment was okay. I took my fishing knife. I had a fishing knife. I put it on top of my cable box. Oh, Jesus! As to say, if you touch this cable box, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I didn't yeah, say that. Like a psychopath does. I didn't yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. I did that action. I will. I will gladly admit that I took my fishing knife, and I. I don't know if that's even against the law. Yeah. I just happened to put my fishing yeah. knife. This which, is by where the way, I'm placing it. There was a little shitty fishing knife that I had since I was 13. You should put a scaler I'm, on. I'm it. not actually a fucking. I'm not going to murder somebody, but it was. A, I admit it was a fucking move of intimidation. <laughs> right, right, right. I put it on top of the fucking cable box. Um, he fucking must have seen that when he came home. Okay, I I go to Eastville that night, do shows. We beat up the fat guy, the gay uh, the gay kid, and the chick. <laughs> go home that night with Dave Smith. He comes home with me. Um, to go smoke weed at like four o'clock in the morning. We get into my apartment. I go to walk my dog. Literally, once I still don't have my shirt on. I have my shirt off a lot this summer. <laughs> right, right, right. I go to walk my dog. I have this little jacket. Well, you were shredded. You were I was shredded. By the way, in Hell's Kitchen with a tiny dog, no shirt. I couldn't have looked any more fucking gay. Four o'clock in the morning, walking the streets, looked like I was just trying to find a dude to suck his dick for fifty bucks. Okay. So, the cops start walking up my stairs as I'm walking out. And they're like, oh, are you in apartment 2B? And we had separate entrances to the apartment, so mine was 2A. His was 2B. I was like, nope. And I just <laughs> kept on walking. I just went. So Dave's like, dude, the cops are fucking here for you, dude. Just let's go right now. Let's go. I was like, dude, I'm not going nowhere. It's my word against his. Fuck that kid. He threatened me. Ooh, I threatened him. He threatened me. Dude, they come, and basically, they arrested me. Apparently, it doesn't matter who threatens who. Whoever calls the fucking cops wins. Really? That's the way it works, dude. Call the cops. Say he threatened you. It doesn't matter. It's your word versus his word. They have to arrest you. If you if he says they have to arrest, he told you. them that I I told them I was going to kill him with a knife. Now what I did was two separate things. I said I will kill you, motherfucker, earlier in the hallway because that's how I talk shit. I, I am very big about it. I think I said I will murder you, but I met <laughs> with my bare hands. I'm going to beat you up till you're dead, which is crazy. Nobody's doing that. Um, and then I put the fishing knife on top of the cable box. So those two things... That's a big part of the story, sir. <laughs> yeah. A move on intimidation he did. He put, took his fishing knife and put it on top of the cable box. As to say, if like, you touch his cable box, in, I'm going in, to stab in you to death with the Rambo fishing style to yeah. let the kid know. So... What, what's keeping the kid... But he story? told the cops that I pulled a knife on him and threatened to kill him, which is not true. That's, That's not lie. what happened. But you did say, I will kill you, motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. I, I put left a knife on my... Right, right, right. You pulled a knife. No, I didn't pull anything, dude. I left... <laughs> it was my cable box, you my knife. You I put a them, knife. I put that on top of the cable box. In your room. Yeah, how do you know I wasn't saying, hey, dude, look, take this as a gift with the cable box. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. watch it. It's I'm a very important... I'm going to watch a show on cable about knives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and, and anyway, the cops so, ended up arresting me that night. So I ended up you spending that night in jail. Night in jail yeah. Okay. The next now here's the thing, dude. You, if uh, this is Friday night, going into Saturday, the judge leaves at Saturday at midnight. Um, luckily, Big J's wife uh, is a lawyer, and uh, 
she ended up coming to get me in the last fucking minute on Saturday. If they didn't get me out at that last minute, I would have had to stay in jail till Monday, which would have been brutal. Oh, my yeah. God. And then I uh, got in front of a judge, and then after, it was just dismissed after a little while. It was just, there was no, like, charges. Jesus. Nothing. Did you ever see that guy again? No. Never. Luis Gomez will be on Rachel Ray tomorrow. <laughs> 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 well, dude, you, you got to come back. That was a uh, some really that was great shit. Yeah, I'm is sorry it, that my tongue is fucked up and I'm talking weird. You, you still talk. talk we, we, you always talk weird. We haven't been noticed this a, few times. a difference. <laughs> yeah, we we have to you have sound you sound retarded all I'm the sorry, time. Sorry, I think you're like legit sad now. And I no, that hurt my feelings a little. I'm bit. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, I think you're beautiful. I really do think you're beautiful. I will murder you. You want to fucking fuck with my emotions? Uh, but yeah, uh, you've got two podcasts. I got. A, I'm on a bunch of podcasts. Go to go to my website, realassdude.com, and uh, check out my uh, my dates. I'm headlining. Yeah. When is this out? This is coming out in May. We're end, like, end real backlogged. Oh, never mind. All right, uh, June, I'm not headlining anything really June. right now. So. <laughs> Me and uh, Louis will be doing uh, Radio City Music Hall together. <laughs> we'll be uh, playing banjo. It'll be Dan and Louis on ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me on Twitter, too. I need more Twitter followers. I'm sick of not having any. What's your Twitter handle? At Louis J. Gomez. Louis, L-U-I-S. Louis. All right, well, please, please follow this man. Thank you so much, man. Before he follows we have to have you back to find out what happened to all those pairs of sneakers. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tom's yeah, trying right. to sell, like, buy <laughs> yeah. sneakers from me. Right like, that's, that, that's, that's a good idea. This is like <laughs> suburban <laughs> lingo. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus, I'm dropping. You're all right, this is terrible. Uh, have a all great right, one. Thank thanks. you, buddy. You're Thank great. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, man. That was awesome. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the My Dumb Friends podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Leave us a review and give us a rating. It really helps us out. Please follow us on Twitter at DumbFriendsCast. And you can send us an email at MyDumbFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. The My Dumb Friends podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. To find other great comedy podcasts please go to allthingscomedy.com. This week, we are pleased to announce that our magnificent co-host, Sean Donnelly, has been selected as the spokesperson for the soon-to-be-launched chickencutlets.com website, a Tyson Food subsidiary. Dropping